Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Path. <laughs> Froth. It's Rich from Cockatrice Nuggets. Just calling in to say I'm really digging your show, man. And I love the Wednesday Blogorama. Um, I hate it too because, you know, you're just adding to my list of things to read. So, but keep it up, man. I love it, love it, love it. Talk to you soon. Kind words there from Rich. From the Cockatrice Nuggets podcast, one of the world-famous, legendary OSR anchorites. Froth here, Thought Eater podcast, Thought Eater blog. Welcome to sweet, sweet hump day blogorama. A celebration of RPG bloggers and the torrent of awesomeness that comes at us all week after week. Non-stop. I can't hope to talk about all of it. I can almost only just talk about like a sliver, kind of like the visible light spectrum that our eyes can see. Too much awesomeness to talk about to cover it all, but I do put up links for everything I talk about over on the Thought Eater blog. It's frothsofdnd.blogspot.com, frothsofdnd.blogspot.com. The SOF stands for side of fries, but that's a that's a whole nother story. I'm in a good mood. I'm I'm starting this recording Tuesday night and it'll finish up the rest on Wednesday morning. The reason for that, well, I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is I got a great show lined up, lots of awesome stuff. The bad news is I'm going on vacation leaving Thursday morning, and I will be gone uh, next Wednesday. So there won't be a hump day blogorama next week. It's a testament to how much I love doing this show that I almost, it was almost kind of feel upset about having a vacation. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, I wish my vacation didn't cover a Wednesday. Sort of. I mean, I need a vacation, but I love doing this show, so... I apologize for that. It is what it is. But I'll be back uh, the 27th with uh, maybe a a jumbo episode, as if these things weren't long enough already. But All right. I think that's the intro. Here we go. I start off every show talking about the maps, which might seem counterintuitive. Talking about maps, you can't really see what I'm talking about. That's kind of what the blog's there for, so remember frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com has got everything I'm talking about. So I was thinking about it, and you know, there's some games where the map style is really as iconic as the game, or when you think about the game, part of what you think about is like the map style, like with classic D&D, you might kind of close your eyes and think about those light blue, powder blue 10-foot square maps. You might hear Kitty in the background. Well, I think the other game that's got the most iconic mapping style has got to be Traveler. Um, and this week, I was over at uh, joyfulsitting.blogspot.com. Uh, the Eye of Joyful Sitting Amongst Friends is the full title, but the, the URL is joyfulsitting.blogspot.com. And uh, this is Brett Slocum's blog. Uh, Brett is someone I've followed for a long time on social media. 
does a lot of stuff uh, with Empire of the Petal Throne. Um, uh, products for it, talking about it, supporting it. Um, and uh, put up this post, Traveler Supernova, the local, local stellar neighborhood. And it's kind of talking about a new uh, Traveler campaign or that uh, looks like he's working on. And um, so put up a couple of different um, traveler maps, uh, subsector maps from a couple different products. And you kind of get an idea of, uh, how one of the kind of GURPS products looks. So Stella Gamma, uh, they do uh, third party stuff for traveler, their near space product. Um, but what got really cool is it's talking about doing research and stuff. And it's really a, a good article to read if you're, um, have run traveler or are thinking of it kind of like the thought process of somebody setting up a campaign and everything. So it's really fascinating. And in doing so, uh, Brett mentioned some really cool resources. Uh, one of which is over at Alex Schroeder's blog, Alex Schroeder, A L E X S C H R O E D E R dot C H. Now Alex has done so much really honestly for the community, uh, setting up um, some of the blog aggregators that I've, I've mentioned before and um, really talented and uh, has this traveler subsector generator, which is just, oh my God, y'all. So um, if you want to generate your own, you know, complex traveler subsector with all the details of the planets and all this kind of stuff, uh, I'll put a link up for that and go over there and fool with it. You can get as complex with it as you want or get really, you know, just click generate, which is kind of <laughs> my style, but, uh, really awesome. Um, and then this led me down the rabbit hole. I just figure I go full traveler at the beginning here. There's also a site travelermap.com, T R A V E L L E R map.com. And this is like official, uh, traveler settings like, uh, uh, the Imperium and the um, Zadani consulate and all this stuff. And what's cool about this is it's almost like when you do like a world map with Google or whatever, you can keep zooming in. And as you zoom in, you see the Spinward Marches and the Trojan Reach and all this stuff. And you can get closer and closer, like you're looking at a satellite image or something until you get to really, really fine detail. And, um, it, uh, it's just, you know, really, really cool. Another really cool tool if you want to fool with some traveler maps. And then finally, uh, I just thought, well, why not go, you know, full bore into it? Because um, I remembered um, this traveler generator, character generator, online, uh, online deal where... You know, if you want to just click around with this and, you know, click till you die during character creation or uh, just fool around with it, it's really cool. It's uh, over at the devilghost.com uh, forward slash software forward slash traveler character. Again, the links are up on my blog. But um, if you're thinking about running traveler or just want to fool around with uh, generating your own setting or whatever between all these tools, some of the products that uh, Brett talks about, the traveler subsector generator, messing around with the uh, uh, official kind of traveler setting maps. And, uh, and then, of course, the traveler character generator. Uh, you bookmark all this stuff, and you're kind of halfway there. Uh, 
you know, halfway to, to something. Anyway, uh, I thought that was cool. Uh, those maps are just, uh, you know, I think that in D&D, you know, I, I don't know if someone else could mention or come up with a another couple of, you know, another product that has more iconic uh, map styles than, uh, you know, that classic D&D and uh, Traveler. All right, so the other thing I wanted to, to mention, uh, I came across uh, came across this blog, rthorm, just the letter R-T-H-O-R-M, rthorm.wordpress.com. This is the Anthrowick House Games blog, the blog of Roger Thorm. And uh, this is a mapper I hadn't come across, so that's why I'm featuring it. And it's uh, kind of an OSR cavern-style map. Uh, it's got that kind of classic, iconic Dyson logo sort of feel to it. Reason this jumped out at me is instead of uh, you know squares underneath it, it's uh, built on hexes, so it has a kind of a unique look. I really liked it. You can see that up at the blog. Go out over and check out uh, rthorm.wordpress.com. See some more stuff that Rogers put up. Uh, mentions these are free to use for any non-commercial purpose, or contact them if you'd like to use them as commercial products. So um, you know, could be a, a, a new you know, or talent you don't see a lot that you might be able to utilize for a product. So you can check that out. Um, I've mentioned uh, Spanish cartographer Aniko Menicha before. Uh, I back his Patreon. Uh, really like his style. Um, really cool stuff. Um, over at the El Tomo Carmesi blog, E-L-T-O-M-O-C-A-R-M-E-S-I, eltomocarmesi.blogspot.com. Put up a really awesome um, OSR-style dungeon map. Uh, it's great looking. Um, it, it's hard to say exactly what sometimes makes um, Aniko's style unique. And part of it is that Aniko doesn't utilize exactly straight lines, it doesn't seem like sometimes. There's a little bit bent, a little bit wavy. And um, you see that in a lot of... Uh, a lot of their maps and um, I just really like it and um, anyway I put up a link to that um, that map uh, with an image over on the blog also to uh, Aniko's uh, Patreon if you want to check that out cool thing about his Patreon is um, anything on the Patreon as long as the the funding's at a certain level you can use these for uh, commercial purposes uh, sort of like uh, Dyson does so um, check that out Definitely check that out. Then, uh, as if that wasn't enough awesome mapping stuff, here's something if you are a mapper, cartographer, uh, if you do a, you know, a lot of stuff, got your own Patreon, you're selling stuff, or you're just uh, into doing it, or you're looking for work, whatever, go over to Patrick Stewart's False Machine blog. It's falsemachine.blogspot.com. Put up a post uh, Tuesday, 12th of March, Who Makes Maps? And it's a big, trying to build a big list of uh, mappers for the OSR. Uh, you see a lot of names you'll recognize have already responded. Uh, some of the folks that I cover all the time on this, uh, of course, Prescott's on there. You got um, uh, Skull Fungus on there. Um, you got uh, Jonathan Newell, who's Bearded Devil stuff I've talked about. Jez Gordon, Legendary Styles. So... Um, get over there and if you're a cartographer, mapper, 
get over there at falsemachine.blogspot.com, add your contact info and a little bit about uh, what, what Patrick's asking for over there. Get on that list. Um, Patrick gets a ton of traffic at his blog. It's one of the most popular OSR blogs. It's a way that to, you can get your stuff in front of people. I'd highly recommend it if you've got the skills or if you want to, you know, advertise your maps or uh, look for work or just uh, uh, point people toward your stuff, whatever. Get over to falsemachine.blogspot.com, that who makes maps post. And then finally, oh my God, y'all. This is slightly cheating because I saw this on Reddit, but which isn't technically a blog, but I knew I always talk about maps on here, so I had to put this up. There's a, uh, there's this dude, uh, I guess it's a guy, sounds like he was talking about himself as a guy, Miss, and it's, the name is Mr. Valor, so, or Mr. Valor. Mr. Valor over there um, shared a uh, link to a Google Drive um, file with like nine gigs of awesome battle maps, maps of all kinds, dwarf fish, uh, dwarf villages, green dragon lairs, forest keeps, underwater cities, all filed away, nine gigs of it. And, uh, I've got the Google drive link there up on the post for allsoftdnd.blogspot.com. So you go over there and just download it and you're really set. I mean, you'll have battle maps for days, battle maps for years. Um, so if you use maps, not just for D&D, but any fantasy game or Savage Worlds or whatever, there's a huge variety. Um, and it's just like, like I said, it's like nine gigs of awesomeness. So really good stuff in there. If you uh, want to knock out your map collection and, you know, a couple of clicks, go over there and check that out. Um, you know, the, the person is really awesome to share that. So anyway, so lots of good map stuff this week. Uh, you got your traveler stuff, you got some OSR stuff, you got a way to get your name out there with some, uh, other mappers. And then you got a map collection starter that, uh, will get you where you need to go. So next I love props and games. I probably don't use them as much as I could or should uh, with D&D, but Call of Cthulhu, one of the great things about it is the use of props, whether it's um, you know clippings or images or um, all kinds of stuff. Like uh, the Horror on the Orient Express box set, is, uh, it's unbelievable with the props. It's got this fake matchbook, you know, it's got like... Uh, luggage tags from you know for the for the train and everything and um i was over at uh the hero press blog it's hero press 2 not the number two spelled out t-w-o hero press 2.blogspot.com they put up this excellent video of a, a prop maker for films that uh does paper um props and so, you know, making things look aged or look like from a specific uh, time period and everything. It's just a five-minute video. It was really good uh, called uh, Making a Paper Trail. And anyway, they linked, um, they mentioned that they got that link from the Propnomicon blog. And so that's like uh, Necronomicon, but Propnomicon, P-R-O-P-N-O-M-I-C-O-N.blogspot.com. And oh boy, I'm so glad I ended up on this site because I uh, immediately added it to the blog roll. 
This is uh, just all about um, different props of interest for Call of Cthulhu stuff or horror or fantasy games in general, DIY information on creating them. Um, and it, you just scroll through this. I put up an image of some unbelievable looking uh, props for a, a LARP. Uh, these aged photographs and documents and stuff. And uh, so if you want to kind of, you can spend some time on here just scrolling through uh, and reading the different articles. And uh, it's been been along out here for a while, so there's a lot of stuff here. It's been active since uh, 07. So if you're looking at some props, Call of Cthulhu or otherwise, any kind of horror or fantasy, uh, that Prop Nomicon is amazing. Also, uh, another one uh, that that led me to is called Cthulhu's Treasure Box, Cthulhu's Treasure Box.blogspot.com. And this is even more stuff that you can use for your uh, Cthulhu games or any kind of historical game, really. And this is less focused on making your own stuff and instead just providing historical images, documents, maps, uh, advertising, um, a bunch of photographs, a bunch of bunch of great stuff so if you're running any kind of historical game uh, I would go over there and look through it a lot of it's uh, you know the 1920s and but there's a wide variety here uh, so that Cthulhu's treasure box.blogspot.com is unbelievable finally on the uh, Cthulhu prop front if you you're not wanting to make your own stuff and you'd rather just uh, buy some from a pro you go over to the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft Historical Society. This is uh, just hplhs.org. And uh, they they made the new uh, prop set for Mask of Nyarlathotep. It's like a huge box set. They do uh, you know everything from those huge box sets to like Miskatonic University, label pens to postcards and everything else. They're also who made that awesome uh, Call of Cthulhu short film. I don't know if you ever saw that. They've done some... Uh, Cthulhu movies that are like black and white, really stylized and awesome. They also do the uh, Dark Adventure, um, kind of like a radio, like old time radio show where they act out a Lovecraft story and do all the sound effects and stuff. I've got a few of those, y'all. And if you're driving a long distance and uh, really want something awesome to listen to, <laughs> listening to the, them act out these uh, old H.P. Lovecraft um, stories is really, really entertaining, well done. I've got all the classics like Mountains of Madness, Shadow Out of Times, one I would listen to is great. Uh, one I'm probably going to listen to on my trip is uh, the Dunwich Horror. Can't wait to see what they do with that. But um, they've got, uh, you know, a couple dozen of those out now. So if you want to buy some props or just look at a bunch of cool uh, Lovecraft-related stuff, you can go over there to the HP Lovecraft Historical Society. I've mentioned John Peterson's work before, uh, really a scholar, historian of uh, Dungeons & Dragons. His book, uh, Playing at the World, is um, amazing. sits by my bed. It's one of these books um, you can just kind of pick up. It's huge and thick, so you, you almost forget what you've read. Uh, uh, so you can kind of pick it up to any point and read, and, and it'll have some amazing scholarship about uh, the history of the game or what influenced it and the development of it. And, um, you know, it's fascinating. And... Um, 
John's blog, playingattheworld.blogspot.com, is really a must bookmark. It's really something you, you, you if you're into D&D, certainly OSR, it's one you need to just, you know, reflexively add to your blog roll. Well, John uh, this week put up a post, The Complete OD&D Illusionist, and um, it um, provides the scan, provides scans of the original Illusionist um, from uh, Peter Aronson and uh, goes into the history of the development of it and uh, how it came to be. And so it's these amazing scanned pages uh, providing the, the, you know, the original Illusionist. It's so weird. Like It's kind of like um, Star Frontiers was like for me a few weeks ago. The Illusionist just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. And in fact, uh, I got a character uh, player in my game that whose character died, and they just rolled up an Illusionist. Eric, if you're listening, yeah. And uh, anyway... Um, it made me think about, um, well, first of all, it's awesome. Go over there and check it out at playing at the world.blogspot.com, that original illusionist, but also made me think about this cool, uh, another, uh, podcast from, uh, another of the world famous legendary OSR anchorites guys over at, uh, um, dice are screaming. So uh, they did a, a great podcast on illusions and kind of illusionists and illusions and games. And so I'll link that with it too. If you want to. Yeah, here's some here's some guys uh, talking about illusions and illusionists as you're reading through this and just kind of let the illusionist stuff wash over you, whatever. Uh, immerse yourself in the illusion and check that out. A frequent topic during Hump Day Blogorama is uh, random tables and generators and stuff like that. Just something I love and a lot of other bloggers out there seem to love it too. So uh, last week I was talking about the uh, Archons March On site and how they had this cool uh, button you could just click, you know, with their generators on their blog and just kind of click the button and it would randomly generate something for you. And it turns out that uh, they had gotten um, at least the idea or how to put it together from uh, this other blog, Paper Elemental, paperelemental.blogspot.com. Betty Bacon Time over there. In turn, references Angus Warman's Meandering Banter blog, meanderingbanter.blogspot.com. So through the combined efforts of Meandering Banter leading to Paper Elemental, over at the paperelemental.blogspot.com that I put the link up for, there's a list to HTML generator. And so it's a way that you can put your own random tables, plug them in, and then copy the code, and then on, uh, you know, on your blog... Uh, put the button where you can do that too. So if you liked the idea of having this uh, click of a button random generator on your blog or anywhere else you could use uh, HTML, um, that's something really cool to, to check out and have fun with. And uh, so I thought y'all might like that. And uh, also on the subject of uh, random tables, a blog I hadn't spent much time at, Paul C.'s blog, The Wizard of MacTown, the Wizard of Mac, M A C K E town.blogspot.com. Cool blog. Put up something I really love D6 Ways to Introduce Your Next NPC or Party Member After a PC Dies in the Dungeon. This could come in helpful for me. I had some deaths uh, last week if y'all listened to the, uh, to the Night Below recap, but here uh, there are some funny ideas I thought for bringing somebody in. Like a new character just emerges from a scroll covered in paper cuts. All they can recall of the experience of being trapped inside scroll space is something simply referred to as the horror. 
Um, another one, they were always there in the group as far as anyone can remember. And everyone acts like this is normal. And uh, another good one is uh, a big monster like an ogre is walking pets on a leash. And uh, the PC is one of the leashes. Or one of the pets on the leash. So I thought that was funny. Um, another random table that looked good was... Uh, over at uh, Gamergin Platts, uh, and that's G-A-M-U-R-G-I-N dot blogspot dot com, Gamergin. So G-A-M-U-R-G-I-N dot blogspot dot com. This is a great post called Chumming the Dungeon. I thought this was brilliant. It's talking about a conversation they had on Twitter about adding random items to a dungeon without any predetermined purpose by the DM. And it's almost just like... <laughs> In some ways, it's kind of cruel to your players because they'll try to reason, uh, come up with a reason why it's there or try to, you know, speculate as to what its purpose is, even though it really has no purpose. So some of them are things like um, a small burlap sack filled with animal jerky. Someone's taking the time to cut it into geometric shapes. Uh, a wooden crate filled with an array of thumbs and ears from a variety of creatures which aren't uh, identifiable. Um, scrub, scribbled on the lid is the words, words, spare parts. Um, a wooden bucket inside is a salmon swimming in place in crystal clear water. And the bucket has a name stenciled on the side, McGill and Son Fishery. So anyway, it's just ideas like you can think of your own, like just odd things, uh, to put, just, you know, speckle or put throughout a, you know, put in a dungeon that you know, will puzzle your players and be like thinking there's maybe some significance to it when it's just, uh, just some weird thing that you're just stuck in there. And I just thought that was funny to call it chumming the dungeon. So anyway, this was another week with a, <clears throat> a lot of interesting reviews, uh, a lot of OSR old school inspired uh, products. So I thought I'd put up some links to these. Uh, a lot of these really look awesome. Um, Eldritch Tales. Lovecraftian white box role playing. So this is like a white box um, chassis Lovecraft game. Um, there's a review of this over at I think it's Yinus or Yinus. I apologize for butchering somebody's name, but uh, Y N A S Midgard. Y N A S Midgard dot blogspot dot com. Uh, maybe it's Yinus. Anyway, they did a, a great review uh, of Eldritch Tales there. Uh, it's got links to buy it and goes uh, kind of point by point talking about um, different aspects of the game. So if you you like a little horror mixed with your Swords and Wizardry white box, Eldritch Tales might be just a thing. Also, I uh, wanted to mention over at... Uh, sorry about that. Over at uh, chaosgrenade.com. Chaosgrenade.com. They did a review of uh, uh, Diogo Nogueras, who's uh, who's uh, old sculling blog I've mentioned a few times on here, reviewing uh, his new game Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells. So that uh, I've seen a lot of people talking about that and digging on that, and so it goes into detail about that, how to buy it. It's got some great images and stuff over that. And part of the reason I want to bring this one up is because uh, Diogo, I don't know. When, when Diogo sleeps, because I know from reading his blog, he's got a young child, but I guess uh, at some point he manages to sleep or um, he's going to crash at some point, but he just uh, dropped a new Kickstarter for that uh, Dark Streets and Darker Secrets uh, game that I, I mentioned 
either a week or two ago. And uh, this is one where the Kickstarter is only running seven days and it already funded, you know, within a couple of hours. But uh, if you want to jump on that for a significant discount, your time is already, you know, the time's already running on you. So go over to chaosgrenade.com, read about Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells, and then I got the link up on the Thought Eater blog for you to hop on over to Kickstarter if you want to back that Dark Streets and Darker Secrets. You can check that out. Uh, this game looks awesome. Vigilante City. It is a uh, superhero game. Again, uh, with the OSR um, mechanics. And um, anyway... I, this is at the Halls of the Nephilim blog. This is Punverse, P-U-N-verse, punverse.blogspot.com. They put up a good overview and review of the uh, just released <clears throat> from a successful Kickstarter, the uh, Survive This Vigilante City core rulebook. Uh, this is one I'll probably pick up. I'll, I tend to like superhero games, um, even if I don't get to play them as much as I, I like. Uh, and this one looks cool. Um, so if you want to see an overview of uh, Vigilante City just released, uh, for, uh, it looks like Tuesday was the first day non-backers can finally get uh, Vigilante City. So this is fresh off the presses. You can check that out. That's on Justin Isaac's blog, Halls of the Nephilim, at punverse.blogspot.com. And then there was a cool uh, cool kind of play report of uh, Ben Milton's Knave. Um, if you you probably heard of it, but just like a platinum seller at drive through So a lot of people playing it. I see a lot of people talking about, uh, not just uh, nave, but also maze rats. And, uh, anyway, at the laughing Leviathan blog, it's just laugh Leviathan.blogspot.com. Um, they put up a kind of a play report of, uh, how nave played out using it. And I thought it was a good way, um, to, to read about it and how it works. One of these games that's um, really simple on, uh, you know, look at it, deceptively simple because uh, you can kind of add on complexity and uh, and despite uh, the kind of simplicity of it or, uh, you know, low page count or whatever, it, uh, it still has a lot of rich play that can come out of it. And part of the reason I mentioned this, sort of how I, part of the reason I mentioned uh, Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells that led me into the... Uh, uh, Diego's Kickstarter with Ben Milton. He he put up some news ooh, on Twitter. Mind blower, because uh, turns out he's working on a labyrinth RPG uh, based on the classic David Bowie, Jim Henson, 80s movie. Just watched that not two weeks ago with my daughter. We uh, I've got some. I don't know where I bought it, but I ended up getting some cheapo but worth its weight in gold dvd of uh dark crystal on one side and uh labyrinth on the other and uh she's seven so dark crystal was a little bit much she wasn't much on the skexies i can tell you that you forget uh how that one was but uh she you know she'll like it one day but for now not into the skexies i'll just leave it at that just put it that way now on the other hand labyrinth she liked it. She thought it was cool. And uh, that is a weird, weird movie. I hadn't seen that one in a while. Uh, classic. The Bowie songs are <laughs> hilarious. I mean, I love Bowie. I got everything Bowie ever did. Some of those are, well, I mean, 
they're borderline painful at points, some of it, but classics nonetheless. But uh, Bowie's performance, obviously timeless in that. And, um, the book uh, showed some mock-ups of the book that since had to take them down. But uh, So I don't know how much to talk about it, but it looks like this is going to be a book that you can uh, kind of use in different ways. It's going to have really, really high production values and... Uh, just, uh, I mean, for most people, you just tell them uh, Labyrinth RPG and, uh, you know, you're already, you're already ready to buy it. You don't really need to know, <laughs> you know, you don't, you know what I mean? You don't need to know the mechanics. I don't need to know this. It's just like, okay, Labyrinth RPG, I'm going to buy it. So anyway, cool review over there. First time playing Nave over at uh, laughleviathan.blogspot.com. So Again, you know, lots of cool reviews this week. Um, Eldritch Tales, Solar Blades, Cosmic Spells, Vigilante City, Nave. And buy them all. You know what I mean? So to put this show together, I'm, uh, you know, I'm scouring, scouring the internet. You know, every nook and cranny. I'm you know, hiding behind a plant over at the OSR Discord looking for blogs. I'm you know, taking a deep dive into people's blog roles and uh, came across a few things this week that aren't really like gaming blogs per se, but they certainly can be used for inspiration for gaming. And I, I thought they were really cool. Thought I'd share them. Uh, I was, uh, I've been following some war gaming blogs. Uh, you know looking for cool ideas and stuff and uh ended up at the the history blog thehistoryblog.com it's a long running historical blog that has uh er, you know you name it everything from architecture artifacts <clears throat> to archaeological digs uh, interesting storylines that can be used to influence background events in your campaign it's just a really, really solid uh, history blog that uh, is, f you know, filled with a real-world inspiration. You know, they say truth is stranger than fiction. So um, you look over here, spend a lot of time, get some real-world um, inspiration. Um, you know, a lot of design of uh, you know items, clothing, and buildings, and stuff like that from real world can be really helpful to look at. So. And it's endless. I think it's been running since like 06. So, uh, the other thing, um, that led me to was this, uh, I guess it's like a Georgetown university blog. It's called the labyrinth resources for medieval studies, blogs.commons.georgetown.edu forward slash labyrinth. And this has got all kinds of categories and uh, all this, uh, like medieval scholarship relating to it. So it's got, uh, you know, armor, art, Arthurian studies, astronomy, cartography, the Crusades, Old English, Middle English, ethics, feudalism, uh, magic, alchemy, and witchcraft, manuscripts, mathematics, and on and on and on. And each of these different topics will have links to other blogs or uh, you know research blogs and just uh, you know a lot of cool stuff. So. So much of this medieval stuff ties into D&D &D and other fantasy games, at least uh, peripherally. Uh, so certainly for inspiration purposes, I thought you guys might want to get lost in the labyrinth over there. And then something that was fun 
forget which blog led me to this. It was like a something sci-fi related, but it's it's a Paleo Future, paleofuture.gizmodo.com. Um, now, not all of this site is gold, all right, but every few articles, every few posts on there, and it does have an RSS feed. You can, you know, put it on all this. You can put on your, uh, you know, your blog roll if you're into it. Um, anyway, a lot of this stuff is, uh, well, you know, one of my favorite things about science fiction is, uh, you know, sometimes old science fiction predicted things correctly. Um, and then sometimes, you know, and sometimes it was just way off. I know that I wasn't the only kid that really hoped we'd have a you know, flying car or a, you know, jet pack and, and that kind of thing by now. And, uh, it's also funny to think about, uh, when I was younger, I thought like a video, you know, video phone would be the, you know, awesome, you know, totally awesome, really cool thing. And now, uh, you know, I might use it with my daughter, you know, but otherwise I don't really want to see anybody when I'm talking to them on the phone. So, um, but anyway, you know, sometimes you'll have HG Wells or Mark Twain or, you know, people really nail it with a prediction. Other times stuff is just completely off. And, uh, the funny stuff, the inspirational stuff over at paleofuture.gizmodo.com is when people are really off. I thought it'd be good inspiration for sci-fi games or kind of gonzo sci-fi games or just, you know, things like that. Put up a couple of the articles. If you just kind of dig through it, you start finding this stuff. One is about, uh, you know, the, the clothes of the future were supposed to be disposable, like made out of paper or something where you could literally just burn them and throw them away when you're done with them. Uh, so that was funny. And then another was uh, this idea for this television monocle from 1938, where it's uh, it's almost like a virtual reality thing kind of deal, but, you know, it's got a classic picture. I put that up on the blog. So anyway, looking at other... Looking at not specifically RPG sources for inspiration can sometimes be fun. These were some things that uh, you'll sometimes see on people's blog rolls. You know, I've got a few things, you know, some sleaze or comic book stuff, pulpy stuff on mine that is not specifically for RPGs, but uh, certainly uh, can help give you ideas and inspiration. So I thought I'd put this stuff up for you guys this week. So as you might have guessed, the big topic for this week Yep, that's right, Gary Kahn. Uh, God, the jealousy. I got to go one of these years. Uh, they're already saying that uh, some of the hotels start booking tomorrow, so that ain't going to happen. I'm about to go on vacation, but I don't know. I got to make it at some point. We'll see. I got to do some research and hear from some of the like, some of the legendary, world-renowned OSR anchorites. Give me some tips on so I can... Uh, figure out the best way to do it but um anyway over at uh, the savage afterworld this is tim snyder's blog tim a, a cool guy that um you know the the mastermind behind uh goblinoid games first edition chill clone crypt world um as well as uh doing some cool stuff for uh, mutant future another awesome uh, game from goblinoid games Blogs at savageafterworld.blogspot.com. Great blog. One I would definitely recommend uh, bookmarking and spending some time on. It's got a lot of cool stuff. But 
uh, Tim did a whole series of several blog posts uh, taking you through um, his entire GaryCon trip. Uh, it's got, you know, play-by-play, play, lots of links, lots of images. It's really good reading. Um, you know, if you're like me and you didn't make it, it's like uh, helps take you there a little bit. Even if you were there, we see someone else's perspective from it. It's really good stuff. Uh, like I say, it's uh, four, uh, no, actually five, yeah, five posts uh, of uh, Tim's trip to GaryCon. So I got all the links for that up if you want to read through that. Uh, it's really cool, and then just check out Tim's stuff over there. Um, then uh, over at the Gray Hawkery blog, uh, that's uh, Gray Hawkery, just Greyhawk E R Y dot blogspot dot com. Um, there was a post about all the uh, Greyhawk stuff that was happening at uh, GaryCon. So if you're uh, into Greyhawk like I am, and want to, um, you know, another perspective that's uh, you know heavy on the Greyhawk, this was uh, posted by uh, Mike Bridges. Really cool. I've got the link up to that. Greyhawk going on at GaryCon. Something that uh, was also cool is there's a Twitch channel, Twitch TV forward slash GaryCon, where um, the events that happen there, um, some like the, kind of the celebrity sorts of games and things like that, and also just uh, kind of folks uh, walking around uh, the different tables and... Uh, um, interesting interviews a variety of things are up on the uh the gary con twitch channel you know hours and hours and hours of stuff actually so put up a link to that if you got some time to kill i watched uh uh the uh dwarven forge guy i guess uh stefan i don't want to mispronounce his name but uh the dwarvenaut running a game so that was pretty cool that listened to a podcast um about his uh, DMing style interview with him recently um, on one of the uh, Anchorites podcasts. And anyway, it was, you know, then a few days later, I'm watching him GM, and it was it was good. It was fun. Um, and uh, so there's that on there and some other stuff, so you can check out that. And then, you know, i got to give a shout to some of the world-renowned, world-famous, legendary OSR Anchorites. So... Ray Otis over at Plundergrounds did a series of uh, podcasts straight from um, Gary Khan. They're all really, really good. Uh, he got to play in a, a game with uh, one of Arneson's players in the original Blackmore game. He talks about that, talks about the mechanics, or should I say the lack of mechanics in that game. Uh, I got to go out to Gygax's house and play in a... Uh, a, uh, a Castle Greyhawk game with uh, level 14 of Castle Greyhawk with uh, Paul Stormberg and just um, all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, if, if you got a long drive or you're doing the dishes or whenever you listen to podcasts, uh, check out uh, that link over to, to raise uh, Plundergrounds podcast and listen to all that stuff from, from Gary Khan. I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, another celebrated legendary OSR anchorite, Larry Hamilton, over at Follow Me and Die. Uh, both the Follow Me and Die podcast on Anchor and FollowMeAndDie.com. Larry put up a, a Gary Khan recap post 
uh, going through all the stuff that he experienced, a bunch of links and stuff. It's really good reading. Another way you can either relive the fun you had or, uh, you know, feel that burning jealousy welling up inside you. Or maybe just a determination to go yourself sometime. So go over to followmeanddie.com and read that. And then also uh, check out, I put a link up to uh, Larry's um, Larry's uh, Gary Kahn special episode. So for um, for Ray's uh, Plunder Grounds, I just put the link up to his uh, podcast in general because there's several Gary Kahn episodes for um, for Larry's. I put up uh, just a link to the specific episode. And what's cool is he met up with another um, legend in his own time, Cody M., another OSR anchorite. You notice I'm giving these guys shout-outs because uh, tight-knit, supportive group, all these OSR anchorites. If anybody out there is wanting to start a podcast on Anchor, you got to hook up with anchorites. Everybody will uh, support you, help plug your stuff, pat you on the back, pick you up when you fall down, you know. That's how we anchorites do it. But anyway, it was a really good listen because you got to hear, you know, for me, I listen to all their podcasts and to hear them all together talking about it. it uh, like I said, it uh, it uh, stoked the jealous fires in my belly. But uh, it's really good stuff. So um, anyway, you've got a whole variety of ways to uh, to uh, relive Gary Khan or do the next best thing. Feel something like you're there with the uh, Savage Afterworld blog, the Greyhawkery blog, the whole Twitch TV Gary Con marathon, uh, marathon thing that's up, uh, a couple of awesome OSR Anchorite uh, podcast uh, series from Gary Con, as well as a recap of Follow Me and Die. Oh, oh my mouth's getting tired. Gary Con, blah, 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 blah. Gary Con. <laughs> Whew, whenever I get to the end of the, one of these, oh, I go in strong. I come out like, oh, bewildered, but I made it. Another hump day bloggerama behind me. Um, you know, this is not really work. It's fun, but at some point it's, it can be a little bit exhausting because uh, uh, just keeping the focus and going back and making sure stuff's where it needs to be and then the cat jumps on you and you got to try to edit and anyway I wouldn't have it any other way though I love doing these and I have to say that the reaction the response I should say to last week's episode blew me out of the water um, the show I don't want to jinx it but the show has been gaining in popularity since I started it and uh, last week I don't know if it's somebody in particular stuff that I shared or um, if that y'all are doing like I was hoping people would do and sharing it with people, listening to it, telling other people that would like it to check it out. Please keep doing that because it had like double the listens to uh, the last weeks of any of the of any of the hump day bloggeramas so far. So um, I just want to thank y'all, honestly. I mean... Y'all could just as easy just go over to the blog and click through the links and not listen to old froth. So I have to think that what I might be lacking in uh, production quality and uh, editing that I'm hopefully making up for in uh, genuine enthusiasm and love for the subject matter because I do love it. 
I uh, wouldn't do this otherwise. And I just like sharing cool stuff and talking about it. And that's what this is all about. So anyway, you know, add uh, the Thought Eater blog to your blog rolls. That helps me get some hits. Froth, S-O-F, D-N-D.blogspot.com. And definitely keep sharing uh, the podcast, telling people about it. Anybody into gaming or old school gaming that you think might enjoy it. I really appreciate that. And it's really, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of positive response that makes me feel good so I'm really happy about that so thank you very much and um, also wanted to interested in closing a couple things I always talk about uh, uh, James over at uh, dreams of mythic fantasy blogspot.com whereas I'm just talking about you know a few things and spending a lot of time kind of talking about it uh, if you want something OSR focused that's uh, really detailed and really comprehensive, James does an amazing job talking about new releases, Kickstarters, stuff on blogs, everything. So um, back his Patreon. It's three bucks a month, and that is like uh, you know not a lot to support somebody. I know from doing this show how long it takes. It's a it's a week long thing. I mean, it's stuff you like to do anyway, but I'm, I'm like I said, I'm in nooks and crannies. I'm in weird places on the internet. Dark web. No, I'm not in the dark web, but I'm getting weird here trying to find stuff for you. <laughs> it's getting really weird. So I know that James is spending some time. So go over there, hit up his Patreon, drop him three bucks a month. You know what I mean? And then also, um, I talked about Evelyn M a couple episodes ago. It was like the last week or a couple weeks ago over at uh, Chaudron Chromatique, the Chromatic Cauldron, C-H-A-U-D-R-O-N-C-H-R-O-M-A-T-I-Q-U-E. Don't even try to write that down. You can just click on it over at the Thought Eater blog, but she put up PDF versions of a bunch of her zines, and it's awesome stuff. Uh, another uh, Google Drive folder. So click it, click the link, go over there, download it, enjoy it, um, and let her know how you feel about it. Let her know you love it. All right. I think that's all I've got for you. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, (laughs) it's so weird to say, unfortunately, I'm going to be on vacation. But uh, we won't have a hump day blogorama next next uh, next week. I'm hoping the momentum keeps up with us. I love seeing more and more response. But um, I'll be back the following week uh, with some more awesome stuff for y'all. If you're on Anchor, you got the Anchor app. You don't have to be an Anchor podcaster to use the Anchor app, and it lets you call in and leave voice messages with all the different Anchorites or anybody podcasting on Anchor. So. If you got the Anchor app or any of you Anchorites out there, you legendary, you legends, give me a call. Any of these subjects, uh, any of it, talk to me about it. I'll put it on the next show. If you want to email me, it's froth sof, froth sof. That's sof for the side of fries. Frothsop at gmail.com. Frothsop dnd.blogspot.com. Frothsop on Twitter. And yeah, I think that's it. Talk to you next time.